It's Leah Rance from Afternoons on Laser 99.3 and 98.5. Today on Afternoon Rants, me and Jared Maple are going to be interviewing Arrowhead Paranormal Investigations and Crossing the Veil Paranormal to discuss the upcoming investigation that we're going to be doing with them over at Leffingwell House Museum. And it's a public one, so if you're interested, stay tuned to get details. Leah Rance, Afternoon Rants. Okay, Jared, so <laughs> before we talk to Crossing the Veil, Paranormal Society, which, by the way, is this going to be your first interview ever? With it would be, yes. Have you thought of some questions? I, I have a few. Okay. All right, good. We'll talk about them in a minute. Okay. But before they get here, I didn't want them to feel left out, so I have to give you a present, okay? I'm going to reach down and grab it. Okay, should I look away while you're lifting no, it up? No, it's okay. I'm okay. just going to hand it to you right now. Oh my God, you found one. It I is... did! Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to explain what this is yes. right now? All right, so for weeks now, Leah has been... So usually it's kind of like almost a tradition where if I get a monster or something before we record the podcast, I would always ask you, hey, Leah, do you want anything? Coffee, snacks, energy drink? whatever right and you asked me for a rainbow unicorn one day and i was like i don't know what that is like i thought that was just like a weird leah thing that like nobody else knows about and i was like you know what? it's a I'm drug sorry, reference yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, was, I was like is that what they're calling cocaine nowadays but no um apparently it's a flavor of a bang energy drink and i have been looking everywhere for the past Probably three or four weeks, right? I know, right. I found it in a stop, actually, on the way to go see a a, a live podcast, funny enough, No Sleep Podcast Live. Shout out to cool. them. Um, but I was on my way to uh, Somerville, and it was in one of those weird stops. Like the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. multi, like there's always like a Nathan's and like a, you know. Yeah, like a Pizza a, Hut is right, there exactly. or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so do you want my, my first yes, impressions get that, on get recording? Get that ASMR click right, in that okay, mic. All right, you guys ready for this? On three, two, Oh, so satisfying. That, 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 that sounds nice. I like that. All right, all right, ready? First sip of Rainbow Unicorn. <laughs> you looked so disappointed. No, no, I'm not disappointed. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm letting it sink in. <laughs> and it tastes... Okay, all right, honest impression. Mm. I like it. It, it tastes like if Monster was bubblegum flavored. I think that's probably <laughs> my best explanation of this right now. It, it tastes like melted cotton candy. It Yeah, yeah. I could I could go with that. It tastes like a glittery folder with Lisa Frank stickers on it, which I don't know if that's too old of a reference I get the, for you. I get the glittery folder bit, Yeah, I, I can respect that. Like This is definitely like Judy B. Jones tasting energy <laughs> <laughs> This is, uh, do you like me, yes or no? Check yes if you like me. <laughs> it tastes like um, what a child would make as an energy mm. drink, and yet I love... Uh, I love it. <laughs> it's sinking. It's sinking in. Like I'm trying to. Like I've been taking sips while you've been explaining this, and I'm just like, I like it though. I, I like it. it. It's definitely like it, this is going to be part of like my energy drink repertoire now. Oh you know? my like, goodness! This is, don't give me like I'm not. It's gonna proud be in the holster that. with all. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. It's, just like, it, it's like a Wild West shootout, except like this is now like in my arsenal. You wow. Know? I'm, yeah. No. I. I. Thank you, Leah. You're welcome. I very much enjoyed this. I didn't want them to feel left out, so drink it quick. Mm, well, I mean, I mean, here's, if they show up, I could just drink it while they're here, and they won't know that you got it for me. 
Drink it quick. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. <sighs> Are you guys like feeling more relaxed now? I know that uh, you've driven a long way here. Yeah. Two and a half yeah. hours I've been in the car. <laughs> oh my, two and a half hours. I went from Willimannock to Uncasville, from Uncasville to here. Yeah, I've been in a car an hour and a half. I feel like throwing <laughs> up with this guy. <laughs> Either way, we're uh, joined right now by Arrowhead Investigations. And, would it be called and Crossing the Veil Society? Um, I know that Snow and Taylor both aren't here. I know they were. Yeah, yeah. We kind of, um, I manage their team. Um, so, yeah, they kind of, we don't do anything without them and vice versa unless we talk about it first. They're but, here in spirit, which would yeah, be fitting. Like, yes, they are. They're here in spirit. Which is a good thing. I do have Dave, my uh, senior investigator, with me. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and this is Chad, and you are, what, what would your title be? Uh, shirt says it all. Team director! <laughs> it's the oh. guy who sits on the couch and directs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I handle more of the logistics of the group, the website, the bookings, and stuff like that. I do investigate once in a while for low, but I leave it to them, guys. I try to keep everyone in my group on track, like Dave's a senior investigator. And this is your second hmm. time. You're you're a veteran at this now on Afternoon Rants, actually, because yes. I had you in for Freaky Fridays last year. I, d- yeah, I know. I've been that, dropping that was, the ball. That was before me, too. I know. That was, yeah, that was before I was even on the podcast. <laughs> and I actually did how me and Chad met was uh, I did like an all call for paranormal investigators uh, people knew of and someone suggested Arrowhead Investigations and that's how I met you and that's how I met Snow from Crossing the Veil and we talked a little bit about witchcraft and paranormal experiences which I am looking forward to getting into. I mean, I know you guys (laughs) have a lot of events going on. Yes, we have a lot of stuff coming up. (laughs) We're not looking, we're looking forward to it, but we're not. Uh, It looks better on paper three months ago. Now it's starting (laughs) to come closer. We're like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, like what the hell did we get ourselves into? Yeah. And uh, so I guess just before we jump into like a lot of like the paranormal stuff, so so Chad, you kind of handle like most of the overhead stuff. That yes. sounds of it. So and then Dave, he said lead investigator. Can you kind of like shed some light on that? Because for people like me who don't really know a whole ton about the paranormal investigative side of things, can you try to? I I walk through the house or the location, and I kind of get a feel for what's going on. We do our initial walkthrough with the handheld meters, with the K twos and um, some maybe some voice recorders just to see what we get initially for any readings. And then I, I kind of look at things and figure out from the readings where we're going to put the cameras. Hmm. And then I delegate because it rolls downhill. When you but, say, like, you, you get a sense of things, does that mean you're psychic? No. Psycho. No, I okay. like, <laughs> no, like get, get a sense of things like... Um, Okay, I got a spike in this corner of the room. Let's aim a camera at this corner of the room just to see if we get anything. So common sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with the interview process, and then we go through with the walkthrough, and then we bring in a tech guy, and he, if Dave gets a spike, they, they all look for clusters of wires like this would be a nightmare. This would set off everything we own. So how exactly does that happen? Do people usually reach out to you guys? Yeah, they uh, email the Arrowhead Investigations website, and I get the email, and I scout it through. And if it's something I feel we should move forward with, I talk to the lead guys, and then we go from there. We go out for the initial paperwork, and then if it's a hot case like something close by, we try and move a little faster. I like to give it about a week or two, though, because sometimes you get these people, and they contact multiple groups, and that gets gets annoying. Oh, yeah. It's not a jealousy issue. It's more or less... 
I don't want to start something and then have somebody else come in and mess it up because everyone does it different. Right. You know, we do it the right way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and typically, I'm imagining that a lot of these requests, are they like, uh, they think that they need an exorcism? Is it like like demonic things that they're reaching out about? Or what are they, what's a typical thing that people like request a, a of you guys? A typical thing would be... I'm hearing footsteps in my house, or I I'm hearing voices, or I have my keys are missing. <laughs> my keys yeah. are missing. Please come find them. I'll pay you. <laughs> requests like that, or it's been going on for a while. Uh, someone's relative recently died, mm. and activity is picked up at their home. Okay. And- Oh, they, you need to investigate this studio. We hear footsteps <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually a funny story. We just talked about this uh, over the past couple of weeks. The first overnight I ever worked here, I always thought that Leah and the Bobcaster, uh, the other guy who usually does afternoons on 102, I always thought they were screwing with me because they were just like, yeah, you know, first overnight you do, you'll hear the footsteps. Now it's commonplace. Really? Now it's, like, yeah, so I hear footsteps. Usually, like, so I'm, I'm usually here for the post games, so like 11 to 2 a.m. usually. Mm-hmm. In like footsteps, just periodically throughout the night. That's and creepy. Yeah, it's it's mm. bizarre. Yes, <laughs> it's like, it's like he's, he's in the element. He's just he's ready. It's <laughs> funny to me the different reactions. Chad's like, "Oh, that's creepy," and Dave's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's like, let's go." It's creepy. <laughs> Dave, Dave has no fear. Dave will walk into anything. <laughs> the best kind of investigators to have. Well. Tell me about an investigation that you guys have done recently. Did you uh, experience any contact? Um, so we got a an email from the lady, and she had just bought a house, and she was having weird things going on, footsteps up and down the staircases, uh, things being moved, uh, voices, mm. and uh, this is, it's a house in the middle of Willimantic, Connecticut. It's, 18, it's a Victorian house, 1800s. This house is beautiful. It's got three stories and a basement. I'm guessing... 11 or 12 rooms in this in this house big it's it's huge yeah and uh we we get there and we're we're investigating my daughter is also on the team so i was with my daughter and we hear like a and i looked at her and i said what the hell was that and she says oh it came from the other room it's like okay no big deal as long as somebody else heard that and we're investigating a little bit more and then uh, what I like to do is I don't run my uh, voice recorder throughout the whole night. I'll run it in sections so I don't have to listen to five hours of nothing. Right. So I'm, I'm downstairs taking a little break, listening to my voice recorder, and I hear pop, pop, like two gunshots. Whoa. Hmm. And I didn't hear that. Nobody heard that with their ears. It was a shady part of town, so it's a possibility, but you're going to hear gunshots with your ears. Right. Why was, wouldn't you have heard it? Yeah, it was crazy. So we picked uh, that up on my voice recorder. It was kind of neat. Yeah. Ugh. That's yeah. spooky. <laughs> yeah, the house was nice. It had um, stained glass in there. The woman who um, who lives there, it's like, took really good care of it. It's a beautiful house. Oh, yeah, house. The house is amazing. The three or four floors. It's three floors of the basement. The coolest part about this house is it has a toilet in the middle of the floor in the basement. 
<laughs> just like just no walls, just like a <laughs> random toilet. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the power move, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a living room, or <laughs> maybe it's both. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to have some fun with it. You know? <laughs> so actually, I was curious about that. So when you guys go in there, and you know, you find sounds like that. So what exactly do you guys do, like leading up to the end of the investigation? So like, you get like your sound samples, your readings, anything like that. Is it to more or less like diagnose? Like, what's going on? Exactly what it is. It's kind of like looking forward to seeing if we can find if there was an issue with a pipe or something like that. Because we're, look, we're looking to disprove the paranormal, much less go in there and say, oh, my God, everyone's possessed. Everyone move out. Right. You know? Yeah. We yeah. want to help the people. We don't want to scare them. Right. But sometimes you can't explain stuff. We couldn't explain that because we heard the first two and the second two we didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, we've been directed, what, three or four times? Yeah. yeah. We're going back again. After tonight, I mean, yeah, after tonight, we're going to go back. Not tonight, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the times when we bring all of our equipment with us, 90% of the time, we will get a a hit on our voice recorder and nothing on our video cameras or our regular cameras. It's very rare that we get anything on the cameras at all. Why do you think that is? Not quite sure. (laughs) I think probably because... If you get, you know, somebody actually has a picture of an actual ghost. There's plenty of pictures of video out there, but if somebody gets an actual picture, picture, you know, it's end all be all evidence, you know, so it's a grand, a holy grail, if you will. Yeah. That really doesn't happen per se. It's like Bigfoot, you know, chalk, yeah, yeah. this, that, you know, it's always something you see through it, you know, send it to Kodak and they say it wasn't messed with and all sorts of crap. So it's weird, you know. Like I've been investigating for 25 years and I have... My my evidence for pictures and video I can count on one hand. Yeah, so it's really pretty. That's really interesting. Yeah, because you got to cycle through all the audio, which is hours and hours of listening, and then there's the video, which is this case we seen a shadow figure in a bathroom, so we set up a GoPro with a laser grid, and I think I went through six different angles, six different hours. So it's like twenty some hours of video I just watched of just nothing. And then Dave's daughter and Taylor dancing in a bathtub singing. I don't know what the hell that was about. <laughs> they were doing an EVP session, and I didn't think they knew the camera was on or something. <laughs> kind of get a little goofy sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask Dave this first. What, for you, made you believe in the paranormal and start to do this, ultimately investigate? How much time do we have? <laughs> when, as when, long as you want. When I was a little kid, uh, there was... A shadow, or an actual, I actually saw, a, it wasn't a shadow, it was a full-on apparition, like a, a little old man standing in my doorway watching uh, me sleep with my brother and I shared a bedroom. And um, I went, I got up one night and I shut the door and he went through the door. So ever since then, I have been interested in the paranormal. I think I may have been either six or eight years old. So I have been researching and reading and learning ever since then. Uh, my main mission has been to find out who this guy was, and last year I found out who it was. Really? Wait, seriously? So it was, yeah, it was kind of cool. So uh, we were, me, my mother and I were going through old pictures, and there was a picture of this little old man sitting on the couch in between my brother and I, and I'm like, it's him! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> who was he? He was a family friend that died in the early 80s. And uh, I guess he treated my brother and I like like his grandkids. Oh. And I, I really didn't know him. I, w- I was a little young. And he I think he died in like 84. And he was just coming back to check on us. 
So it was kind of cool. I actually have his World War One dog tag. Wow. That's cool. Wow, that's it, crazy. It, no, that thing is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing it around my neck for the longest time after my mother gave it to me, and I just started having some horrible luck and just weird stuff started happening to me, so I put it back in the box that my mother gave, and my luck's been pretty good since. Really? The, well, this dog tag has seen some war. Yeah. So there was an energy about yeah. it. Definitely. Yes. That's, uh, you know, that's weird, though, because, okay, so the ghost sounds like he's benevolent, <laughs> but his dog tag maybe took in all that negative energy from the war. I, I, I think that's what happened. Yeah. And I've been the probably the first person to wear it since him. Ooh. And, yeah, no ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. A lot of people don't talk about that, too, that, that uh, you know, items can also take on energy. And uh, what is it? Robert the doll? That's the most haunted doll in the world or something? Have you guys ever Robert's heard of that? Robert's more haunted than Annabelle, yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. And well, they keep him in a glass case. Well, John Zaffis had that show, Con Collector, for like two seasons. I thought that was like really good. Yeah. I have a really yeah. cool John Zaffis story. Yeah. <laughs> he, he came in to Leffingwell House Museum with us. And we brought all our high-tech equipment. He comes in with an 80s tape deck. Like a, like a Radio Shack when it lays yeah. down? Like yeah, one of those yeah. and a microphone. And he caught more evidence than we did. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's where to go to. <laughs> Stop spending thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, on yeah, exactly. The spirit's like analog. That's... So what for you, Chad, was what made you believe and get into this line of work? <laughs> I used to mess around with films back in mid-2000s. I started doing production work for another paranormal group. And it was very annoying. I couldn't do what I wanted to do with them. And I, I felt they were holding me back. So I just kind of left. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm done. Sorry. You know, it was an amicable split. I left. And then um, two of the investigators called me like the next day and they're like, if you go, you know, if you start a group, we'll come investigate for you. So I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so I did. And then we got more and I met Dave. And next thing I know, here we are. <laughs> Now, do you believe? Oh, yeah, I, I believe totally, but I have more fun running the logistical side of it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather figure out the logic behind it. If you hear that sound, your first thought is not immediately, it's a ghost. Yeah, I mean, there's times when I ran towards dark. Um, there's times when me and a tech guy were trying to go, and Teddy drug me out and almost crying. Remember that, Teddy? <laughs> we. Um, so, yeah, there's times I believe, but I actually just like... I like to let them have the fun, and I just take take care of this. This is my fun. I, this is what I do for a living. I like organizing stuff. You did have a lot of fun, though, recently on a television show. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, back in April, we were approached by uh, a producer, Jen, very sweet lady, and we were... It was a case on a Can we what? say the location of the case? Oh, it's a Willamette case. The, the Willamette case that we were just talking about. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Nice. So um, the producer contacted us, or contacted me, and asked if we had any cases, and she said she found us through um, just a basic search. So I told her about the case. Uh, we went there. We kind of like, I was sending pictures and audio and video to them that both teams have gotten together and- like your evidence that you've yeah we're, we're sharing evidence because you know she still has bosses like we all do and she had to convince them and finally around I think it was June they agreed to do it so around July when we they agreed to do it actually I signed some paperwork in April I couldn't even talk to 
no one about it, including even my team didn't know. They had an idea, but no one really knew. Um, so in July, they decided to go forward. We started getting dates, shoot dates. I got to go there, got to hang out to cast. It was a lot of fun. Um, got to eat their food. <laughs> <laughs> got to um, see their equipment. Crafty is is awesome. Yeah. I catering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun um, to see actually how it went down, you know, Hollywood-wise. And it was crazy, their equipment, like, they have, like, a bottomless pocket for equipment. And Jen even told me that. She's like, if they need it, we can get it, no matter the cost. She's like, we're a studio. We can, we're, we can get it. Which is amazing, you know. So they have like these. Some of the stuff they use on the show is just binary. I mean, their microphones they have is just it's crazy. Like, and then so they call and they're like, we don't want to offend anyone. But they called it called a garage tech. What we use, and obviously, you know, not everyone can afford thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of equipment, right? Mm-hmm. But then I start seeing them using garage tech on the show, which is kind of so. I don't know, you know, I, I kind of. It was it was a good time though. Everyone was so accommodating. Everyone was so friendly. Right? And which show was this again? Uh it's Ghost Hunters on A&E. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Like like that's the big dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now a lot of times though, when people say about Ghost Hunters, like I tell them, I like I like watching it. They're like, oh, it's not real. It's totally faked. Did you guys? Ex- were you there, Dave? No. Did no. you experience that though, Chad? When I wasn't there for the actual hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, the hunt the hunt went at night. I was there for the interviews. I was there for just the basic casing of the house, you know, what we thought was there. And then, you know, they come back with what they thought was there. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, definitely a lot of fun. So actually, next Friday, Jared and I are going to be joining you guys at the Levingwell House Museum. This will be my first time nice. investigating with you guys, but this nice. will be his first investigation ever. ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, uh, I've managed to, to cross off quite a few firsts uh, this month. Uh, I did my first haunted house, all right? Oh <laughs> which, is God, like, yeah, which, is like, which is a whole other thing that we can talk about. I have literally never been to a haunted house before I last did, weekend. I did mine when I was 12. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. No, wait. Hold on. Before okay. you even get into okay. it, we were going to Six Flags together, Fright Fest. Yeah. I love Halloween is my thing, man. Like I, your shirt. Yo, yeah, I'm dressed as a skeleton right now. No, but like I... I love Halloween, and I've gone to haunted houses, like you said, since yeah. I was 12. I'm not thinking anything of this. I'm like, oh, man, we're just going to go through these haunted houses. As we're going through the threshold, he goes, Leah, is this a bad time to tell you this is my first haunted house? I'm like, you're 21 years old. <laughs> That's a very good impression of me, by the way. It's, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was just getting judged that entire night. <laughs> I was you probably you. were. So, yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be a good time. Um, it always is. You know, you guys come whatever time slot you want. I think um, we're going to do the 8 to 9.30 p.m. because you guys have three time slots, right, for this? Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's 6 to 7.30, 8 to 9.30 p.m. and 10 to 11.30 p.m. And you yes. guys are doing this um, next Friday and Saturday. Yep. And this is at the Leffingwell House Museum. Now, why did you guys choose this location? What about this location? Well, about six years ago, I was uh, bored and I walked in for a tour. Took the tour, and I know I, one of the board members there. I've, I've know I knew from work. I work with her nephew. We went. I asked him. I just blatantly asked him, "Can we do an investigation?" I'm like, sure. So we did one. And it was really good. Yeah, it was actually really problematic. Like all our cameras were falling off the walls, and the president at the time fell and split his head open. Thank God, Jim, my other senior investigator, is an EMT. He, you know, he was there. He got him. I mean, it's right next to the hospital, so he took him to the hospital. Oh my god! So if you go to our website on the main page, you'll see like this orb does this like a flip, which was really crazy. And we caught it that night. Um, 
So after just talking to him for a while, they approached me about coming on as on the board of directors as a security director. And so I did. And then it kind of just crossed over. They're like, would you ever consider doing a, a paranormal hunt here? And I was like, oh, yeah. So we, you know, we worked everything out and we just started doing it. And we do two a year there. Have you experienced yeah. anything? Have you done an investigation there before, Dave? I live there. Yeah. <laughs> he does live there. I, I'm one of the docents there. Mm-hmm. So um, we have done probably a dozen as Arrowhead. And every once in a while when I get bored, I go down there with my gear. Yeah. I, I'm, I've caught a voice and I've caught a picture of a little girl. There's nothing bad there. Well, that's good to know. So I am curious. So what exactly like makes it haunted? Like, what are you guys drawn to there? Exactly. Like what, like kind of the history, the I history think, of I it? Think the history. Yeah. Cause as a Dave can tell me more, but it has a r- extremely rich history. And then they do reenactments, which I, I personally think, and I don't know, Dave, you can be able to have another word on this, but I think it fires it up to, like, to reenact. Yeah. Because you know, you got these spirits that have seen this and they're getting curious and they're like, what the hell is this? What's going on? This is something that we recognize. You know, we don't recognize all these hipsters walking around with their cell phones, you know, and, <laughs> but we recognize this, you know, we recognize, you know, a lot of times they dress in garb, period, clothing, which is even more neat. What what era? Um, I am seven. a 1700s Vermont mountain man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So you do, you're part of the reenactment. Yes. So what do you guys reenact? I, I do tours dressed up. Oh, okay. So we go from room to room, and I explain everything about the room and what's in it. It's about an hour tour. But when we have, uh, like, our our events there, like we have Benedict Arnold Day, which is kind of cool. Uh, we have Founders Day. Um, actually, this Saturday is an event that we call Scarecrows and Coco. What we do is we put scarecrows in the garden, and then we have a... Um, a cocoa competition. Ooh. It's actually pretty cool because the first time I was there, they had a doll exhibit upstairs in one of the rooms. Ugh. That doll was freaking creepy. Well, no, they have like this actual <laughs> doll, like doll houses, right? Ugh. And like these four, probably 15-year-old girls who were just playing on their phones come running up and they were just infatuated with it. It was it was weird. It was like almost like they were kids again. You know, kids grow up so fast. I was like, wow, well, that's pretty neat. They were like interested in actual the dolls. They're looking at it, like, oh my god, this is so cool. I wish I had something like this. And I'm like, they wanted to have, yeah, that's, that's what made it that's weird, bizarre, yeah. yeah. And it just like made a little faith in humanity again, you know what I mean? Kids <laughs> being kids and not, yeah, okay. But I don't do. want, I don't want that to get a trend again. I don't want those weird, creepy vintage dolls <laughs> yeah. to be a trend again. No, thank Sounds you. Sounds like we're touching on a nerve here. <laughs> I've seen Annabelle. So, what should Jared expect for his first uh, paranormal? Excursion, change of underwear, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be that bad. The as we go through, uh, you, we will investigate the original tavern room from 1675, the original upstairs room again from 1675, and then the basement. The basement is where I get most of my evidence. That's where the axe murder happened. <laughs> no, it's a lot of residual, I think, there. Um, residual meaning like it's um, the way I'll, I'll say the way Grant said it, residual. It's like a, a VCR tape played in and it's played over and over. Mm. Um, that's That was a really good term he used. Um, but none of it's – I don't know, though, because also there's been some like when Greg fell that night, that night was really – 
I don't get creeped out at, yeah. ever. And that, that was one of the very few times I was like, creeped out that night. Like when Greg went down, stuff was falling everywhere. Um, and he split his head open. That's he split head, yeah. it was a, a, he hit it, and it just went literally the size of a golf ball like in 10 seconds. Ooh. And blood just pouring out. And you weren't there when I got pushed down the stairs. Yeah, so I'm not, I don't want to scare anyone at all. But like there's... I feel that, and then we do have the video of um, Snow and Brittany were testing out an EM pump we had, mm. which was what last July or last yeah. January. And I was upstairs, and we had a college student there, high school student. I can't remember. It was these girls that interviewed us, and like they're what's the name of that? Banaja? Is that yeah? It was the, the name of the spirit is Banaja. Yeah, it's an old man that lives there, and. They didn't say anything bad. They were just like, you know, we have it. I'll show you the video. I think I might even have it on my phone. I should have brought my iPad. But they're like, if anyone here with us, blah, blah, blah. And an EM pump, for you that don't know what it is, it's a little box that pumps out a constant energy. It throws, so you put batteries in it, you turn it on, and it throws energy so the spirits can find energy to come through without going through batteries mm-hmm. on your flashlight or whatever. So, like, this EM pump, of course, it was out of range. I had to go pro, and it was out of range of the GoPro, but it flew off the dresser and like shattered on the floor i actually saw that video oh did you there's no way it could have flew like that and like if you look in the video you'll see the girl's hand she's like this (laughs) like her head's like she's like clenched and it was just like so something didn't want us up there you know i must say though she had a pretty badass nonchalant attitude about it though it happens i jump watching the video and she was like well i guess now we know like she like made some sort of joke i was like nope (laughs) i'd be gone you'd see a clown (laughs) well i tried to lie i said to back the guy on ebay i got like oh yeah it came broke he goes he goes listen he goes I know something happened during an investigation. Either one of you guys stepped on to something spiritual. Just don't do it again. I'll fix it for free. Like, oh, okay. Like, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now if people want to join us at the Leffingwell House Museum uh, for the investigation, if they want to make reservations on their own, um, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you guys? They can actually go and email us for reservations at redlakenation24 at gmail.com. Again, it's red lake nation 24 at gmail.com um just one of the people you want um if you guys want to pay at the door cash credit or you can pay in advance with paypal just if you make a reservation i'll try to come because a lot of times people just don't come Mm. and i understand stuff happens but that also bogs up times because we turn people away once the slots start getting full and it just takes away from other people. It's okay. not even us getting the actual revenue. It's just, it's it's annoying because it looks bad on everyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like, you know, if you do make a reservation, try and stick to it. And if you got to cancel, just shoot an email. Hey, I got to cancel nothing. We're not holding anything against anyone. Um, we also got Snow will be doing oh. full tarot readings there uh, next Friday and Saturday. Um, hers is 6 to 7.30, 8 to 9.30, 10 to 11.30. And for this, you email, it is Tay takeover at gmail.com t-a-y takeover which is taylor um reason we have separate emails is because this is her own thing i don't this is her so that's she, like crossing the veil and, yeah she's booking that yes yep so she'll be doing that um everyone else will be investigating taylor will be bouncing group to group we're gonna have a good time um chasing energy around and trying not to scare too many people <laughs> it's 30 d- bucks for adults uh to for the uh 
for the investigation. It's yep. $25 for ages 12 to 17 and no one under the age of 12, which funny enough, as I was reading to Jared <laughs> earlier, I was like, no one under the age of 21. I was like, are we going to get drunk? And he's like, no, you just flipped the letter. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> you're having a stroke. <laughs> we actually waive that rule because sometimes people call us and they'll say like, we have a kid that's 10, but he's more mature. And you know, okay. if the parents there. You yeah. know, we're not we're gonna we're not gonna take away fun from a kid. Yeah, so, so it's not gonna be a bunch of grade schoolers that show up. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. You know, we're just looking to like not bring in a newborn or something. My friend, my <laughs> right. friend Corinne comes. I think her son's like eight or nine. I let her come in because she lets him come in. They love it. They have a blast. Um, but yeah, no, definitely check us out. And we also have the Dark Manor. Which I've been to before. That is an you, yeah. awesome haunted house. That is. Yes. Rick is a, one of the. He's a class act to work with. He really is. Yeah. Um, we have uh, up to 20 people, so we're going to split them into two groups of 10 for those listening. Um, now, these dates on this flyer are a little crammed in, but <laughs> it works. So we have this coming Friday, which is October 18th, and that is $30 a person. And then we have the 22nd and the 29th of October at $20 a person. And then we have Halloween Eve and then Halloween itself at $40 a person. Man, but that's like the spookiest time to do. You're doing a ghost hunt in a haunted house. Yes, <laughs> yes. And you know what's weird is like we've been pushing it and we we got some reservations with Halloween, but we're like booked out for this Friday. Ah. Uh, so I'm, hope, I'm hoping that we really booked these out. Um, This is our first year doing this. We look, okay. We look forward to doing this. It's going to be fun. Um, Snow and Taylor will be there. Uh, their investigator, Brittany, all of us will be there. Um, <laughs> and actually, I did want to ask you guys about the Dark Manor. Can you kind of enlighten us on like some of the history there? Because Leah, you've been there, but for for the ill-informed such as myself, can you kind of explain like? Oh, you don't want to handle this. You oh, no, I'm sure I don't. <laughs> but I still, I'm curious. Right. So you would bring, you would need to bring a couple pairs of underwear. Okay, all right, noted. <laughs> so when we first investigated, it was a funny story. Dave's going through, and they turned off everything, or they thought they did. Yeah, and, they thought they turned. And this everything. clown jumps out at Dave, like. Oh! And it's on one of those air things, so it's super loud. It's like, <laughs> I never heard him scream so loud. I will fully admit, and I'll be the first one to admit, I screamed like a little girl. <laughs> we got a lot of cool stuff on our initial investigation last year. We got a lot of good EVPs. We got a lot of, um, we got a lot of good stuff out of there, man. And Taylor and Snow pulled some stuff out that you know really impressed me. Um, they like what? Uh, they were talking about some of the tribes along the river that had passed away and it's stuff that you don't really just know and they said they could see them and blah 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 so i spoke to someone from um, harvard indian studies and they said yes along that river a lot of tribes died of yellow fever and it was just like stuff that i don't and they didn't really know where we were going until they got there it was kind of one of those weird things so yeah they they impress hmm. us from time to time and it, i mean Every investigation, they pull some cool stuff out. So it's cool to have our guys pulling all the physical stuff, and they're pulling all the spiritual stuff. So you got like a perfect storm coming together to make like the perfect investigation. And that's what Arrowhead investigations, and then crossing the yes. veil. That's you, why you know peanut butter and jelly. Exactly. You got, <laughs> you got them saying there's something. They go, it's there's nothing down here. It's upstairs. And like the last one we did at, in May was funny because no one has cell phones, no one has radios. We have, I think, me and you and Jim have the only radios and Teddy. So like. They're upstairs, uh, Taylor's upstairs and Snow's downstairs, and just like clockwork, they just both shot up and then shot outside. Something was wrong. And like they, it just couldn't have been cued. There's no way, you know what I mean? Some people ask me, oh, how did you guys know? I was like, we didn't. They, it's just, 
it's a gift. I mean, why did they? Um, Snow was feeling, or I mean, Taylor was feeling a little weird. I think wasn't it like something was around her throat or something like that? And she oh. needed to get out. Well, yeah, and her yeah, mom. Alexis was, came in from the opposite side too. Yep. But Alexis. Ever, uh, Alexis does have the gift, but she is under me as an investigator. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they all shot out. Is that your daughter? Yes. Oh, okay. So everyone went outside, and it was yeah. So you know, it's it's a perfect storm of stuff. It really is. Yeah. And the uh, the history of the building itself. It was the first schoolhouse built in the town. From there, it was a Masonic lodge, sat vacant for a little while, and then it was a photography studio, sat vacant for probably twenty years after that, and then Rick bought it for the Dark Manor. No, that's what's been doing ever since. It's yeah. pretty. So there's cool even place. a there's a spooky history. Now I didn't know all that behind it either. <laughs> yeah. Oof, I tell you, there's a reason that it gets that uh, number one haunted house in Connecticut. It, it is okay. called that. Yeah. Yeah, they they do a good job there, man. Like they're there. When do they start? Like April. Rick's there, like putting everything together, and they're yeah. putting. They're, when I was there, and they're coming out like, oh, the seal blew on this thing, this thing. We're like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know. So mm-hmm. they, we see them changing stuff out. Hmm. The um, the attractions or the scare tactics that he has this year are it's better than last year. Yeah, oh. yeah, is. he like does himself better each year, which is cool. And like I said, we're going to be there Saturday, and then we I think we picked a couple of random other days just. Yeah, to go. the Saturday is just for a like a information information vote. meet and greet, take pictures with the beard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you la- do have an impressive beard, Dave. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's uh, has glows on with glasses. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a um. So last year we were there, people came out and just talked to us, and we passed out stuff. So this year we can actually, and last year they were, that's how it came about, because they were actually, Rick asked us, the people were asking me if you guys are going to investigate, because employees say they see a bunch of creepy stuff in there too. And so Rick's- Beyond normal. Yeah, Rick's like, would you guys like to come out? And so there's limited space if you want to reserve your spot for yes. the Dark Manor. Yeah, we only take like 20 people um, per- Per slot. And then even then, we're going to split them in half by 10. Yeah. So it's going to be 10 downstairs, 10 upstairs, and 10 outside in the graveyard, and just going to flip-flop back and forth. And they go only. And the reason the times are 11.45 to 12.45 is because we're going we're gonna to congregate at 11.45. I'm going to talk to people, introduce everyone, and we're going to have all the actors out by 12 and then roll with it from there. So it'll probably actually be 12 to 1, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of handheld cameras. Um a lot of handheld equipment, thermal camera, stuff like that. Might have figured out what I'm doing for Halloween. Okay. I'm just saying, like, for I'm like sitting here running through my head. I'm like, what's my schedule look like? You know what I mean? I'm like, this, this sounds awesome. So well, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. And yeah, we're gonna push it through and uh, see what happens and have some fun with it. I'm pumped, man. That's All a right. drive from here, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys so yes. much for making the drive, yep. for coming out here. Arrowhead Investigations and Crossing the Veil. Um, if you want to do their Dark Manor, that is going to be uh, the Dark Manor Investigations going to be on uh, today, <laughs> Wednesday the 30th and Thursday on Halloween. And then October 22nd and, and 28th. Randomly the 22nd and 28th. Yeah. Well, th- that's the, th- uh, those days, the Our, Dark Manor is actually closed. So that's why we're running longer time slots for those days. If you look, we're running. So make sure to reserve your spot. Yes. And then also going to be doing the Leffingwell House Museum. That's going to be the investigation me and Jared are going to be going to, actually, uh, that I'm dragging him to. (laughs) Kicking and screaming. Next Friday. He'll be fine. (laughs) She says. (laughs) And uh, if you want to make reservations for that, redlakenation24 at gmail.com. 
dot com and also they'll be doing tarot readings yeah, on that. and we'll also be selling merch for both crossing the veil Ooh. and arrowhead um you still you want you're interested in any merch just email red lake nation our girl melissa takes care of it she does a great job she's actually getting married this saturday Aww. to our tech guy teddy Yay! Oh, congrats, guys. Well, congratulations <laughs> yeah. if you're listening. So, she's like, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't be there on this day. Obviously, I'm getting married. <laughs> like, well, yeah, obviously. We're like, <laughs> well, that's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, thank you guys so yes. much for coming Thanks out. Thanks for having and, us. Uh, oh, by the way, if they want to just separate from all this, if they're having a problem with maybe some paranormal things going on in the house. Who do they contact? Do they contact Red Lake Nation for that as well? They can do that, or they can go to the actual airheadinvestigations.net, and there's a contact link on there. Um, so either one's fine. Red All Lake right. Nation's fine, because me and Melissa are the two that share that one. Or and, we have the uh, Facebook account as well that you can message on. Yep. We have a Facebook our Facebook page, too, and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> but we prefer... <laughs> and everything. Yeah, we prefer <laughs> just to keep it to those two, though, because we don't want too many channels going out, you know? <laughs> and it gets lost in the wind like everything else, you know? All right, check them out. Arrowhead Investigations and Crossing the Veil Paranormal.